Hey friends, welcome to day seven of 10 Days to Empowered Eating. We're officially in the second week of the year. I always think the first week is like getting my crap together. <laughs> the holidays, I have so much fun. I deck my house out. I mean, it, it, it's literally like Christmas explodes in my house. But come January, I'm like, get this out. I'm looking at my house right now. It's literally bare. Like I have blank walls, <laughs> blank shelves. And I think I'm going to leave it that way for a while because the abundance that comes with the holidays I, sets me up to you know, want to kind of start fresh. And that's what we're here to do in the new year with our health. Now, I don't know about you guys, but I think we all kind of get to this place come the beginning of January where we want a change. We want to feel better in our bodies. And some of that is the cycle of the new year, and the other part is just coming off the holidays and the chaos and the lack of structure. But the diet culture world just loves to take advantage of this. Let me tell you about the email that popped up in my inbox. I have no idea how I got this email, but these are the things that are popping in you know, constantly, and they're showing up on my social media feed. They're on my side ads when I'm trying to read the news. But I got this one this morning that was like, Alpine secret for healthy weight loss. Her belly hung over her shorts. Her arms and hips were covered in thick flab. It's like, ew, we're making ourselves feel so ashamed. And now we're going to try to sell you a, it's a supplement guys. They're saying like, you can lose 62 pounds in one month with this supplement. And it's just gross to me where they take this insecurity and try to sell us something like that it's a quick fix. I'll tell you right now, you're not gonna lose 62 pounds with a supplement. <laughs> like that's a straight up lie. And I don't know what this fat dissolving ice hack is promising, but it is making me mad that this stuff is showing up constantly because I know so many of you are out there trying to rewrite your narrative. You're trying to find peace with your body and find ways to take care of it. And things like this just don't help which is exactly why I decided to give you guys 10 days of empowered eating because I know these things are out there right now and they're, they're preying on us, but we are not going to let them get us this year. Instead, we are building a platform that we can stand solid on and not only feel good in the body we're in now, but set goals and accomplish them and break through and learn to take care of our body in new and sustainable ways. So that is what we're here to do. You guys ready for it? Today, my quick tip is, what is the difference between emotional and physical hunger? And once I figure that out, what am I supposed to do about it? Welcome to 10 Days of Empowered Eating. As we kick off 2023, we are building our skills strong to stand on this empowered eating platform. I know, fear of failure is so real, friend, and trusting the process, it just does not come easy. Combine that with all the sparkly new diets that make their way to our socials and the headlines, it's confusing and totally overwhelming. I am so glad you're here. I'm Jess, dietitian, wifey, boy mom, and total science and nutrition research junkie. I ask a lot of my body. I don't have the option to mistreat it, either mentally by beating it up, telling it it should look a certain way, or physically by not fueling it right. I want to invite you into the Empowered Eating Club, where we make values-based and faith-led health goals and create a partnership with food that pairs biofeedback, which is really just a fancy word for how your body responds to the food you eat, and nutrition science. We pull all of these together, and I know that these three things are the formula for you and your breakthrough year. I am so excited to cheer you on as you make 2023 the year you make the impossible happen. For more support, check out my resources at jessbrownrd.com or better yet, join me in Next Level Nutrition. We are kicking off our next group coaching mastermind the third week of January. 
Details can be found at jessbrownrd.com forward slash next level nutrition. As for today, I'm so glad you're here. And I pray this tip helps you say no to the lies that are thrown your way and yes to the awesome that you are. Grab your coffee, pop in your AirPods, and let's grow together with today's empowered eating tip. Emotional or physical hunger, like how do we know the difference? And once we identify it, what do we do about it? And I think this is so crucial in any empowered eating journey. I talked a bit about biofeedback in last Friday's episode. So if you guys missed that, hop on over to wherever you're listening to this podcast on and check out last Friday's episode, which is biofeedback basics. But for those of you who are new, biofeedback really is just a fancy word for how your body responds to what you do with it. You know, when you exercise, how does your body respond? When you eat a food, what is your, you know, what is your stomach, your hunger, your energy, your sleep? Like what does your body say about the things you're doing? A really easy way to understand biofeedback is stress. So when we encounter something stressful, like for me, when I'm driving and I like think somebody's going to change lanes and hit me, have you guys ever had this? My heart rate jumps through the roof and it's like I can feel every nerve in my body. <laughs> I'm really jumpy. <laughs> this is biofeedback. But the beauty is, is that once we learn how to hear biofeedback, we can then add tools. We can learn how to respond in appropriate and helpful ways. So going back to this example of my heart rate jumping in response to stress, if I integrate something called diaphragmatic breathing when this happens, which is breathing in for four, holding for four, and then exhaling for four, it's one of many um, diaphragmatic breathing tools, that's going to immediately slow my heart rate back down. I learned this um, not because I drive crazy and people almost hit me or I almost hit them. I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) I actually learned this from my husband. He's in law enforcement, and this is one of their um, trainings that they do because they have to train their bodies to tolerate and not only tolerate but critically think through stressful situations. So they teach them to lean into their body's biofeedback and integrate this tool to balance it out, and that's exactly what we do with empowered eating. So in the world of food, biofeedback can be very, very helpful. When we can hear our hunger and learn how to respond accordingly, it makes eating effortless, it makes it flexible, it removes guilt. We truly create a partnership with food. I dig into this in detail in my Food Foundations e-course. I have a whole section on identifying hunger and satiety, when it might go awry, how to respond to it. Um, We really get into the details there. But as for today, one of the major setbacks in using hunger as a cue to eat is that it's often conflated with emotions. And our emotional hunger can leave us a little bit confused. Like, am I actually hungry? Or is this, like, did I have a bad day? And I'm looking for a pick-me-up, which is real. I mean, I definitely needed that yesterday when my kids went back to school and I came home from work. It was a busy day. And they were like screaming at the top of their lungs. I was like, where is the chocolate? (laughs) But that's an emotional hunger. So there's no shame in it. But when I can learn to separate the two, I can decide how I want to respond in an empowered way. And that is in alignment with my goals. Considering there is both emotional and physical influences on our hunger brings this idea that there are internal and external influencers. And learning to identify and separate the two can help us not only manage our own physical hunger better, but tend to our true needs. So here are some things I want you to consider about physical hunger. Physical hunger is something that builds gradually. It's something that builds over time. It's generally going to strike below the neck, like we're gonna feel it physically in our stomach, in our chest, maybe shaky in your hands. It's something that you can feel throughout the majority of your body. 
Now, physical hunger generally pops up every two to four hours, and then it goes away after eating. After we eat in response to physical hunger, it leads to feelings of satisfaction or a neutral response. So these are some of the hallmark symbols of physical hunger. On the other hand, we have emotional hunger. And this is like me when my kids are yelling. And I mean, I have boys. Those of you who have boys, oh my gosh, it's a whole other level. I mean, they are on volume 10 all the time. So when they were like that, and I was like, where is the chocolate? This is how I knew it was emotional hunger. It develops suddenly. It's generally going to strike above the neck. And what I mean by that, it's in your head. So when I was hearing my kids screaming and I was like, where's the chocolate? Like I wasn't feeling that in my stomach. My hands weren't shaky. I wasn't feeling weak. It was truly like my brain was asking for something. It's unrelated to time or pattern. So in other words, it isn't cyclic like physical hunger, which pops up about every two to four hours. It presents despite fullness or volume of food eaten. So when I came home and my kids were yelling, I had actually just had a very balanced snack, but I was like, I want something else, right? The thing about emotional hunger is it often leads to feelings of guilt or shame after eating. Um, and if it doesn't leave that, it, it can leave us feeling unsatisfied. So there's a true lack of satisfaction when we eat in response to emotional hunger, especially if we're not identifying that it is emotional hunger. I do believe in effective and productive emotional eating, which is a whole nother topic, but um, that is only productive when we're really honest and aware of why we're eating and clear like I'm eating for physical reasons versus I'm eating for emotional reasons. So here are some questions you can ask yourself to determine if you are emotionally or physically hungry when you're getting ready to eat something. So question number one is when did I last eat? If you are beyond that two to four hour mark, there's a really good chance it's physical hunger. The second question is, what did I eat last? If you look back and what you ate in the last two to four hour window was something very light, maybe low in protein, didn't have adequate carbohydrate, or you've expended a lot of energy between that time period, chances are it's physical hunger. There is an awesome acronym that I'm sure many of you have heard, but I find it to be very helpful. And this is your check-in point. It's HALT the BS. And what this acronym is for is, am I hungry, avoiding slash angry, lonely, tired, bored, or stressed? So that's H-A-L-T-B-S. Am I hungry, avoiding or angry, lonely, tired, bored, or stressed? And these are some check-in points for you to kind of go through, like do inventory. Am I any of these things? Which one do I feel I most am? And that can help you identify if it's physical or emotional. And then the fourth and final one, I love this. This is the apple test. If you are sitting there going, I want something to eat, ask yourself, would I eat an apple right now? The thing about an apple is that it is higher in carbohydrates, so it's going to spike blood sugar. Biologically speaking, this meets a hunger need, a biological hunger need, very quickly and efficiently. So if you're sitting there going, eh, I would eat an apple, chances are you're hungry. If you're going, eh, no, I don't want an apple. We want to look in more to the emotional side and seeing if that might be the source of your hunger at that moment in time. If you determine that your hunger isn't physical at any point, I want to be clear here, it doesn't mean you can't eat, but you will need to adjust your expectations around eating so you can actually meet your needs. We see a lot of problems when we think we're hungry, we're physically hungry, when it's truly emotional hunger, and we're trying to meet that need with food. Understanding that choosing to eat for emotional reasons and being clear about that, like that can absolutely provide momentary comfort, 
But if we think, if we're confused and we think we're treating physical hunger there, it will not lead to feelings of satisfaction and in fact can actually make us feel unsatisfied, guilty, lead to overeating and just overall feeling worse because we're not addressing the true need or the true feeling that has presented itself. So here's what I want you to do. If you notice that it's emotional hunger, um, again, it's not that you can't eat, but instead first see if we can meet the emotional need. So in my case of my boy screaming and me wanting chocolate, feeling hungry at that moment, you know, my, my true need is not chocolate. My true need is something to calm me down because the energy is so high. So could I take the boys to the park? Could I send the boys outside to jump on the trampoline while I sat down and kind of tackled a plan or wrote down a plan for the evening? If you're feeling stressed, can you take on a task and actually start some of the productivity that is stressing you out in the first place or write out a plan? If you're upset, can you reach out to a friend and talk it out? And maybe you couple this with food, like maybe you call your friend while you have a piece of chocolate, but I think you'll be really amazed at how meeting the true emotional need changes how you interact with food and how much food you consume at that, that time. Meeting the emotional need first and then deciding to eat is an incredible way to improve your overall self-care, which is what we're here to do because we wanna be nicer to our bodies both physically with nutrition and adequate fuel and quality exercise and mentally when we're not beating ourselves up and going through this cycle of, you know, I mean, you guys know the drill. We say horrible things to ourselves and we're not here to do that anymore. We are here to be empowered eaters. All right, friends, I'm hoping that helps you as you manage some of your emotional and physical hunger because both are real. I'm there with you. My kids, whew, I'm picking them up from school today and I'm, already, I'm trying to be proactive. I'm gonna take them to the library before I come home. <laughs> and, oh, I just thought that through. I'm like, geez, if the energy's high, maybe I should take them to the library and the park and then come home. <laughs> okay, okay, see, there's my plan. And then we'll see how much I want that chocolate. And the cool thing about it is that, you know, it's again, it's not that I can't have the chocolate, but I'll be able to have chocolate maybe after dinner while I'm sitting down, talking with my husband and truly enjoy it instead of stress eating it while my kids are screaming. And that, my friends, is true empowered eating. Don't forget, if you're wanting to dive in deeper to this, I am kicking off Next Level Nutrition, which is my 10-week live group mastermind the third week of January. So I'm taking applications this week through next Monday, and then we're gonna kick it off. I'm so excited to work with you guys one-on-one. -on -one. This is just such a cool group, because what we do is we learn from each other, we build accountability, and we get to take these empowered eating tips and really tailor them to you, your lifestyle, your history, and your goals. And it is just such an incredible time. For more information on that, head on over to justbrownrd.com forward slash next level nutrition. If you have any questions, I would be happy to answer those. I want to make sure it's the right fit for you. And as for this week, I will see you guys tomorrow as we go to day eight of 10 days to empower eating. Have a beautiful day, friends. Cheers and happy eating. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope it strengthened your food journey and empowered you to live boldly in your body. Real quick, sister, before you go, if you liked today's episode, the best way you can thank me is head on over to iTunes, Fuel Her Awesome Podcast, leave a review and subscribe. Then take a screenshot and share it on your social media. Don't forget to tag me at JessBrownRD. And if you're looking for more resources, be sure to check out my website, JessBrownRD.com. I've got info on my e-course, Fuel Her Awesome Food Foundations, my 10-step ebook on how to beat body bullying, and so much more. I cannot wait to chat with you babes again. Until next time, cheers and happy eating.